Listening to Cannabis Corner on WNHHLP 103.5 FM, broadcasting live from downtown New Haven. We are streaming live on TuneIn Radio and NewHavenIndependent.org. We're also streaming live video on Facebook. Just go to Facebook.com slash New Haven Independent or go to your Facebook page and look us up. You can also hit see first to hear and see all the great programs we have here on WNHHLP and Cannabis Corner Radio is also streaming live on ProCannabisMedia.com and Greenhaven Media Facebook page. Good afternoon. It is Monday, October the 16th, 2023. Welcome to Cannabis Corner. I am your host, Joe Lachance, and I am joined here by, of course, my illustrious co-host, the infamous <laughs> Uncle Lou. How are you, Uncle Lou? What's happening? What's up, brother? You know, just rolling the blunt real quick, getting ready to enjoy this episode. We have some really cool people coming on, and I'm excited about it. Um, you know, how, how have you been, Joe? You know, I know you're back here in the state. You're doing the thing. You know, while things going, you know, did you have a good weekend? Yes, I did, and I'm enjoying my time here in Connecticut. Um, you know, it's I'm getting used to it, getting used to being back. I do have to go back to Puerto Rico one more time uh, at the beginning yep, of yep. November for a couple weeks, but then I'll be back here for uh, pretty much full time. Very so, yes, I, we had a great weekend. I really enjoyed Everything I did this weekend, it started out with Thursday. I went to the CCSBA meeting, the Connecticut Small Business Cannabis Small Business Association. Very nice. Saw a lot of nice people over there. Saw Steve from One Hit Wanda and Kenny Bastion and Duncan and Mike Goodenough and, you know, a lot of good people up there. So quick uh, recap of what that is. That is the Connecticut Small Business, Connecticut Cannabis. Can Small, small business, business association and this is all individuals that have small businesses that they've started we've featured a bunch of them on our show we, we make sure that there's a voice for them yep. to speak i know that you do that personally as well joe um, yep. provide an outlet so that these individuals can have some marketing because like the big guys get have millions of dollars they spend on marketing every year and realistically the little guy doesn't have that so um it's nice to see the legal dynamics start to shift a little bit and that new dynamic really open up you know you're starting to see um see that that there, it's organization a little bit more as well yeah exactly we're just trying to have you know just like a small business association the chamber little chamber of commerce for the small businesses not the large ones and right, also right. advocates activists 
uh, you know, people who work in social media, people with ancillary businesses, anybody who's got a small business who wants, uh, you know, support. So, and I think it's a good thing. We're just getting off the ground. It's a new organization. It's awesome. Yeah, it's uh, a mix of it because you can kind of see a little bit. You, you start seeing the mix of what the industry is as it's already vibrant in many other states. You'll see uh, Thursday I went to Latin Soiree. It was uh, hosted. It was NJ Insider, which is a cannabis. Same thing like the Connecticut Insider. Um, I went to the NJ Insider Latino panels. We did that. I saw a good from Jessica Gonzalez. Um Josh Alba it was another gentleman I met through Jason Ortiz. So Thursday I was in New Jersey doing the uh, the cannabis thing there, and then yeah. Ashley and Ashley, my partner with um with um uh, Present Naturals, is in um the Netherlands doing a hemp building conference. So nice. there's been a whole lot of cannabis going on this weekend. Um. Well, yeah, you and I, we went to uh, after that, and actually we I went met to... our guest, Gabe, at the CCSBA, but we went to the Select Rebrand Party. Select Rebrand Party up in New Haven, yep, which was which nice. Was, uh, yep, so one of the the cultivators has is a rebranding their, their items where they did this event for bud tenders mostly. Um so it was individuals that were mostly bud tenders where the attendants, people in the cannabis industry on the regulated side, um, new locations that were opening up, you know, it was something that introduces some of the uh, people to each other. And it's it's interesting to see that side of the world. Yeah, I like to. They gave me a free vape. It's, you know, what they are is they're a vape company. So they're selling to dispensaries like everyone else. And they're and trying to get we'll the products, seeing, educate yeah. people about their products. And I think we'll start seeing that more and more with the grand openings. I think we'll start seeing them with the grand openings of the of the produ- production companies, because there's going to be some production companies coming open. Um, I think that, that we'll see all of that stuff start to develop more because there are more people in the industry this week alone. Well, last week, three dispensaries opened, I believe. Right, Joe? Speaking of that, yes, uh, I went to the grand opening of one of them mm-hmm. on Saturday, way up in Willington. But it was a beautiful drive because the the uh, you know the leaves are out and the colors oh, returning, yeah. especially up there. Uh, Higher Collective, I want to give them a big shout out uh, for giving me a T-shirt, Eric and Yelena up there. Um, really nice people, um, you know. And it, you know, just made me realize, and same thing going with the select uh, party, how many good people are really out there in the industry? How many nice people, how many people are out there trying to do it just like we are, you know what I mean? And they're all good people. They're all fun. I had a lot of, a great time up there with everybody at both events, all three events. And then these are the local individuals. These are the people that. These are, these were the social equity applicants. Yeah. That yeah, you know what I mean? And we met some tender. at the uh at the select party. We met social equity applicants from the same place, higher collective, but just a different branch. Yeah. You know, we you know, so these are the people that you know the social equity act was people that deserve our support regardless of the bud tenders that work at the places, the security guards that work at yeah. the locations. There's so many people that now have jobs in this industry. 
you know, like, and that's why we also need our activists to continue to do the thing that they're doing. So and work with the government and get good laws. Yeah, we got to have we got to have a little cross sector in this industry now that it is, you know, really, I saw an article on Dab and Dad about the booming weed business in Connecticut. It's really happening now, you know, and we got to brace for it, you know, and I'm glad to be here for it. And speaking of that, one of the good things that we did get was home grow. So I brought we got uh, our first guest on today, and this is Gabe Zamorino, and he is from Metatron Home Grow. And I actually met Dave, Gabe at the CCSB event. And Metatron is a home grow retail shop out of Meriden, Connecticut. It's at 626 East Main Street. Uh, they sell and rent presses, can of control, cool cure, grinders, trimmers, pre-roll machines, lights, tents, any type of grow from cocoa to soil to hydro and anything for clones. And they also have, here's what I found interesting, and I, we, I spoke to him a little bit about this, plant sex testing yep. and bud thc or cbd testing so welcome to the show gabe how are you thank you thank you i am good how are you you guys can hear me i'm not a very tech savvy if you will we can see and hear you just stay where uh, you are and don't touch anything you'll be fine okay hands are <laughs> so hi how are you guys how are you doing we're doing, we're great. doing great good 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 so, yeah, you mentioned we covered everything, pretty much what we do for the most part. I, the only thing I do offer, I offer classes. You know, I've been doing this a long time. And, uh, you know, the classes, you know, I could teach how to extract, cloning, cocoa, you know, veg, flour. We're going to do about eight classes. You know, there's ways to get free classes by purchases and buying tents and stuff. So, yeah, this is all new to me. I'm retired from the manufacturing business. I was worked for Ulbricht Steel for 25 years or something. And now I am retired doing cannabis. So now you say you've been doing it a long time. So were you a, a home enthusiast, or were you? It was a hobby for you while you were working at your other place. Yeah, well, it's always been a hobby. That was always been a. <laughs> you know which kind of always well no it's just you know no, no, nothing's illegal my friend go yeah. ahead you know what <laughs> I, I, I love to have this the guy who's been doing it trust me it was illegal i got arrested for it <laughs> <laughs> it's all in the mind anyway, me, go ahead. it was illegal they made sure of making sure i knew that one <laughs> right oh yeah <laughs> so, so, so you have a grow shop let me i don't want to oversimplify it just so that we can make sure our our Yes, know what's going on, and I'm excited that the connecting point was the Connecticut Small Business Association, the Connecticut yeah. Cannabis Small Business Association. But you are you are essentially a grow shop with full education and knowledge and kind of that whole thing that goes along with it, right? Yes, yes. And, you know, I think what separates me is the rentals. You know, you can rent presses. You can rent the cure. I have Canatrol curing machines. Um, you can rent those as well uh, if you're a vendor and you do – you want to make a bunch of pre-rolls and or a grinding machine. We offer that. So you could just, you can get about 50 pre-rolls done in about five minutes, you know? So it could save time, you know, time is money. So I think that's where I kind of get separated a little bit, but either way. So you can actually like, rather than come up there and buy a, buy a whole thing, you could, you'll, right. you'll rent it out for a couple of days. People yeah. come use it as long as they send it back clean. They're good and, yeah. and everything's good. Uh, 
Yep. Oh, that I, is a very good service. Mm-hmm. Obviously, you have to play deposit, just like if you were to rent something from Home Depot, you know. But um, what I do offer is the stuff, you know, especially if you want to make your own, you have your own um, trim or you want to make it bubble hash. I have the washing machines. I have all that stuff so that you can, you know, maybe save costs, save time. And, you know, especially if you're a vendor, you know, some of these things might pay off. <laughs> Yeah, absolutely. I think that's a great idea to expanding the concept of a regular grow store. I mean, obviously, you probably carry lights, mm-hmm. you probably yep. carry all different kinds of soil and methods to for potting and tents and everything else, right? Yep. I am uh, I'm a dealer for AC Infinity. I don't know if you've heard of them. They have these automated tents. And, you know, runs off your app for the most part, you know, and you just, you know, you're at work and you're like, oh, man, I forgot to set my humidity or, you know, you know, turn the, it's too hot today. You just, you automatically, you turn up your fan, you know, it brings your temperatures down, your humidity up or whatever you have to do. You know, you can keep track of it at home, you know, while you're at work when you're not near it. So they're pretty great. Very nice. Very nice. So that's, that's modern technology. Making our lives easier as growers, you know, because, oh, yeah, you know, remember now we can grow in this state and we should all take advantage of it. And even dummies like me could probably do it through an app. So, yeah, got my attention peaked here, right? right. (laughs) Because I've never been able to grow just because I don't know, it takes, uh, I don't know, I just never had the attention span. No, I tell you all the time, there's simple systems like that that can help even just a gentleman like you who wants to do something. Maybe you don't want something huge. You know, your shop, your shop is in Meriden there, right? Yeah. Yep. All right. Grand opening, right? Just open. It's just open. Yeah. You know, I'm this week, I'm still waiting for some more stuff to come in, but I would say it's really open. We're, we're open, you know? Yeah. You, I, what I'm taking from the conversation is, is you went in. You jumped yes. in feet first. In. You yep. retired. Now this is, you know what? I retired. I spent my entire first half of my my first half doing the corporate thing, getting what I had to yep. do, just clocking in nine to five, get my overtime in. Now I'm going to just help support the individuals who didn't try hobby yep. growing back in the day. Right. And right. It makes it very relatable as well. You, are you from that area? I'm mostly from Meriden. I grew up in Waterbury. You know, I. Yeah. Uh, so I'm, a local guy. Yeah. Starting his own business, looking to help other individuals that were in the exact same place. Yeah. Exactly. And I, you know, I've messed up so many times. There is a lot to the growing to on you, Joe, you know, you know, there is a little bit to it. The automated tents help, you know, and then my services will help, you know, you come, you be a regular customer here. I promise you won't fail. You know, I will get you through. They can call you in the middle of the night and go, my plant got yellow leaves. <laughs> yeah, What's yeah. going on? Yeah, All right. So- <laughs> well, you know, I make sure everybody listening, make sure if you yeah. go see Dave, you know he's available 24-7 for yeah. your plants. <laughs> well, here, here's that first <laughs> The phone might be off, but you can text here, him. Here's <laughs> that first second business. Give him a Google number that only rings during nine to five. And no, I'm joking with you. Um, But realistically, it's these type of individuals like yourself who are now opening up businesses in this space that are viable. Five years ago. Yeah, you had one, maybe two grow shops in the whole state. I think we got up to five now. Yeah. Yeah. Because Grow Crazy, I went there the other day and he's gone. The Grow Crazy's gone in Cromwell. There's yep. H 
HTP and Milford. There's one H in Westbrook. And they're a chain. Yep. Uh, I think we had Mr. Green Thumb. He was on the show. He's up there. Some I forgot where he's located. But right. yeah, we're, but these There's are indie none. guys, you see. Whereas mm -hmm. before we had to go to only HT or, yeah, I think they're the whatever. Cor the corporate store. Yeah, yeah. the corporate yeah. store that corporate doesn't educate store. you, that yeah. you just got to come in and know what you want. Yeah. I mean, the guys are okay up there. I shouldn't say that. They, the they guys are good. You, so it's just but the they brand. don't so hold classes. It right. is not about even anything else. ACG is a good store. It does its job, but it is going to be our Walmart versus individuals like you who are opening your own shop, which you would be the Ace Hardware. You know what right. I mean? Right, right, so right. That, that's the that's the idea. Yeah. That's where the we, as a group, you know, that's us as individuals in this community. Those who are in the know should support mm -hmm. other local individuals. You know what I mean? Right. Yeah, that's right. the biggest thing, and. Medical, having 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 our rights to grow everybody can grow now everybody so everybody and oh. i tell everybody if you want to grow grow it doesn't yeah. have to be something super crazy they don't need to get a 10 by 10 that's seven yep. foot tall with grow five one lives, plan. You know what I mean? yeah yeah you and can go ahead and get yourself something i i know you probably know of them but they have all these automated systems like your tent and they have even smaller ones like uh the armoire our good friend from uh Green Goddess Grow there, Eric right. Robershot. He's been our supporter forever, and he's got those uh, the armoire. Yeah, but, and they you look know, like very a piece similar. of furniture. <laughs> right, it's very similar to um, it's very similar to with your AC Affinities that you know you have an app, you do your thing, and that's something that retailers would sell. That's something you would, you know what I mean? As you pick yeah. out what you want to do, which systems you want to use, and which systems you tested and supported, and a lot of times. We tell people there's a million way to grow. Every person has their own individual style. It's just basing what you know on, you know, what you enjoy learning, you know? Right. The first yep. time you grow, you might do your style. The second time, they might do a different style. And, mm -hmm. uh, you know, the rental option is nice. You know, I would I like that. Yeah. personally would make sure that the rental fee is the cost of everything because I, <laughs> I know how people do. It's crazy. <laughs> um you know what I like is the testing thing. Let's talk about that now. Okay. Um, you can test the sex of a plant. So somebody, let's say they have a clone, they can come in, bring it in, and see whether it's male or female before the nuts start coming. No. Right. 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 Uh, no, you can it's or no? A little Lou? Yeah. So <laughs> a little different than bringing a clone in. Um, you can bring me a leaf. Right. Yeah. And then yeah. I. Just Put it in liquid and sample it, and it just—it's like almost like a field test, you know. Like yeah. Do, and it'll tell you whether it's male or female. Um, oh, okay, so yeah. that's easy. You don't even have to bring the whole plant. You just no. bring in the leaf. Yeah. Um, and that's then the, easy. And tell me bud, about the the bud testing. So the bud test, I can test anything like uh, bud, you know, even edibles. Um, you know, basically you break it down, you put it in the purple. It's called the purple testing machine or whatever it is and then you put it in there spectrometer or something like yeah. that yeah it'd be i'll keep it real because that's what i do it's not a hundred percent accurate i've taken right. uh bud from the dispensary and i've been off plus or minus you know five percent you know of thc so it gives you a ballpark for for 20 bucks you know you get a printout of what the cannabinoids it's great for humidity it's great for you know uh, how much moisture is in your bud so, like I said, you're not getting a state of the art, but for 20 bucks, you're going to get a pretty good accurate of what you're doing. And then the good thing is you come the second time and you could base it off of that, you know, from one grow to the next, 
use that as your chart. You know, you say, all right, now, last time I was here, it was 25% um, THC. Now I'm at 30. So you're watching your progression as a grower, you know. And, and just, you we- know, from the get go that you, it's a ballpark. It's, it's a, a ballpark. plus yeah. or minus four or five well, points. Or five. And, but then again, yeah. I think yeah. the best way to explain it, because these are, because exactly what you said, it's a field test. Yes. The equipment is not the same as something out of as a lab. So you're not paying the same price <laughs> as something as and a lab. And then the labs, let's be real here. The labs in Connecticut will not test for home growers. Right, they can right. only test for licensed right. growers, whether it be hemp or cannabis. And we only have one uh, testing lab in the state. And they're probably very overwhelmed. And they charge quite a bit. What? So this is a good alternative. Oh, yeah. So yeah. Uh, we get those tests from the hemp side. So it's okay. um, $1,200 for full yeah. state testing for a sample. So that's that. every field or every place. And then there used to be six labs. Um, there used to be. Now it's only one. And um, it's tough. Mm-hmm. You know what you I would mean? think it would grow with legalization. Like, oh, legalization is coming. We should have more labs. No. Right. <laughs> well, so this is another one of those political questions. Because it's not even to do with cannabis, realistically. This is opening an ISO standard lab. Right, it was the standards, right, yeah. And the state doesn't make anything cheap. If you think it's it's expensive on the cannabis side, imagine the pharmaceutical side with all the established pharmaceutical companies. Like, Connecticut is the land of pharmaceuticals, man. You know, (laughs) they have all those labs inside their own. They don't do third-party testing. They don't mm-hmm. want third party testing in their backyard. You know, no, I mean? they don't. <laughs> that might show a little bit too much. So, mm-hmm. uh, Gabe, our next guest is on. I wanted you to give out all your social media. Okay. How people can get in touch with you, your phone number, your address, everything we can know about your shop, Metatron Home Grow. And tell we'll me. even do a call to action. Pick a day next week and tell people to come on down. Just say yeah. come down Wednesday. Wednesday we'll be here. Yeah. Looking so out the window. I would say even, you know, when I'm still doing some harvesting, you know, of my own, you know, I like my grows too. But that's right. It's that time of year. So I've been harvesting. So I'm gonna be here starting Thursday officially, eleven to eight, Monday through Saturday, Sundays uh eleven to five. We are offering classes on Sundays from eight to nine. Wednesdays we're offering from seven to nine PM. 8 to 9, 8 to 11 p.m. on 8 a.m. I'm sorry, on Sundays. And, you know, you can register here. You can set up. We have, um, you know, we also do offer CO2 for you, you know, more advanced growers. We can do industrial grows, whatever you need. We're here for your sir. You know, we don't want to see you mess up, you know. So our goal is to make you be a successful grower and grow clean quality cannabis in the state of Connecticut. And how do they find you on social media? I'm on Instagram. I do events on the weekends. I'm doing one this Saturday in Bridgeport. It's uh, the bars event. It's on Logan Street. They're having um, Vi, what's the name? Uh, a rapper coming down there. So there's one place I'll be there Saturday. But normally I'm on Instagram. You can send me messages on there. Facebook, it's all Metatron Homegrown. And um, I have a website, www.metatronhomegrown.com. So and 203-631-0552. There's my phone number. Give me a call. And I'm willing to help. You know? And the address in Meriden? 
is 626 East Main, Meriden, Connecticut. There we go. All right. Got it. All right. Metatron Homegrown. Gabe, thank you so much for coming on. Anytime. And we want to, you know, just come on down and visit Gabe and and, uh, get your grow started. Because if it's indoor, you can start at any time. Yeah. All right. (laughs) All right. Thank you, Joe, very much. You guys have a good one. All right. Well, all right. right. Great. Thanks, Gabe. Bye-bye. Just a reminder, now you're listening to Cannabis Corner on WNHHLP 103.5 FM, broadcasting live from downtown New Haven, streaming live on TuneIn Radio and NewHavenIndependent.org, and streaming live video on Facebook. Just go to Facebook.com slash New Haven Independent. Okay. Our next guest is here. It is Judy Servini, who is a friend of mine, a friend of Lou's. We've known her for a long time. Judy is a very well-known in the cannabis space and was one of the first licensed dispensary technicians in Connecticut. Her combined experience, passion, and knowledge for cannabis has aided in helping her patients reach a better quality of life for almost a decade. Over the years, Judy has helped the stigmatization of cannabis, not only with patients, but also to educate physicians on the cannabinoids overflowing from the cannabis plant and the homeopathic powers it contains. Judy, Judy, welcome. Unmute. Unmute yourself so we can hear you. How are you, Judy? Lovely to see you today. I still can't. You're unmuted, but I still can't hear you, Judy. Turn up your volume or something. A little technical difficulties there, but I always appreciate Judy. and They do a really great job there. And this is going to be, as she gets settled, we'll just uh, not let any dead air sit there. That's, uh, that's, what I'm doing. <laughs> that's right. Um, Judy can speak. Say something. Nope. Still no sound, but you are not yeah. muted anymore. So it's got to be on your end. Yeah, if it's on a phone, you just got to connect your audio or something like that. But what I am excited about is now it shows that the medical spirit is not dead here in the state. And we have to make sure to keep people understanding that the advantages of getting their medical card as well. You know, if you had a medical card, make sure you go ahead and get one. It's uh, you'll save on your taxes. You'll be able to order from all the menus still. You can, some places let you skip a line. You know, there there's still some advantages to having your card and as they start rolling out more producers come online you'll have way more options and this tax benefits always go a long way as well um let's not forget about our medical patients that's the biggest part of it you know what i mean well here's the deal and and i was talking to another young lady uh jessica a couple and actually uzma this this weekend at that party and uh the thing is, it's now become the point that now that it's recreational and anybody has access to it, it's you you got to educate people on the medicinal benefits of it. You know what I mean? You have to continue to keep letting people know that, yes, OK, you want to smoke and get you high, fine. But you can also use it for these things, whether you're a patient or not. You know what I mean? But the good thing, obviously, like you said, is that you save on taxes. Uh, When you go to the medical side of any, um, you know, of these new dispensaries that are like kind of uh, let's try Judy again. Judy, try again. 
I still can't hear you. Try reconnecting. Try connecting and reconnecting. All right. <clears throat> so All right. Yeah. You're right. Disconnect you're right. and then reconnect. Okay. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, we have to work on our own IT. Um, with that, <laughs> we need to make sure to, you know, the amount that you can carry. So if you are using cannabis medicinally and you believe you're using cannabis medicinally, you should make sure to get a medicinal card, seeing as that there's really no not much fees associated anymore with it. A lot of those have gone down to, to, to a lower level. So there's tons of access. And the amount that you can carry is a big deal as well, because if you are a medical patient, you're going to be using cannabis probably more likely than the recreational adult use user. You know what I mean, Joe? Yes, exactly. Oh. Um, and oh. you get that five. You get that five. You know, you get a much more that you can buy oh. at a time. Well, the biggest part is not just more that you can buy, but it's more that you can carry. At right. A given time. Very you know. true, but right. Well, let's say you go to, uh, you know, the rec side. You can only get a quarter, a quarter grand. You know, a quarter ounce at a time. Right, but to carry. You know, carrying you would have an ounce on you personally as adult use versus medical, which is five ounces. Right. You know what I mean? Right. As long as you have your card. So there are benefits. And again, you don't have to pay the state anymore. Right. And um and I'm not we, even looking to fear monger it at all because even as I've seen, you know, in, in court cases, I've been seeing that prosecutors and judges are waiving the fee for things under a quarter pound, you know what I mean? So adult use, I've, I've been seeing that they're not enforcing it as much, you know, hopefully they focus on like the sex trafficking or the, the more important opioid, things. Yeah. The opioid, opioid trafficking and stuff. Judy, yeah. try talking again. Can you disconnect and reconnect like, um, leave leave the meeting and then come back in so okay um i'm so trying now as more yeah as, as more dispensaries are opening up there's there's that hybrid model that there are going to be some tax savings for individuals and there's reason to stay medical and that's why we make sure to bring on guests that you know are part of all different sides we just had a guest that was talking about uh, homegrown, which is I'm a big advocate for homegrown no matter what. Um, I was an advocate for it when it was illegal. So might as well keep doing it, right? Yeah, no, absolutely. Um, um, and it's a good thing now that you can do it legally. Now you know how to do it. You don't have to go through that whole learning curve. Not, right. And now like there's a, whole a lot of these people are. And now there's, you know, these these new locations that are opening up. You know, there's two places in Meriden that you can go and learn how to grow cannabis. Now you have the Sweet Hill Shop and you have Metatron. That's right. That's you know? right. So No, I'm thinking Metatron is a bit more into the grow. Um, right. Actually it's selling the selling the grow stuff. But, than um than Sweet Heel is because they have a lot of CBD and they have a, a small amount of growth stuff. Right. But they have the education. You are correct. You know what I wanted to say to him? <laughs> Interestingly enough, it's like, now what good weed head is up 
at eight o'clock. Yeah, that was a rough morning. <laughs> that was at eight a.m. on Saturday. Wow. Yeah, Even Sunday. if I worked all week and I couldn't get to the weekday class, you know, it is what it is. But you know, he's a gentleman who's been who's retired now, so I commend that completely. This is the second career of this, and I hope it's successful. I hope it's very successful, you know? Oh, I think Judy got... Okay, hold on. Yep, she's probably reconnecting now and doing the whole IT thing. Good, you know, I hope Our so. guests don't want us, you know, doing <laughs> IT over the, the whole thing. So what would be the next part of that? Because ultimately, uh, Judy's got the medical practice that she does certificates out of. Uh, I know that we've seen her at a lot of local events. And so it's another education provider. And what it shows is that the state has really a, a wide knowledge base of cannabis from the home cultivator to the medical uses to, you know, the bud tenders in the shop, the the cultivators, the young adults who wanted to get into cannabis and they may not be from the activism circle, but wanted to get into cannabis anyway. And they work at any of the cultivators because remember the people that work at these facilities are just as much as regular everybday everyday individuals like you and I working a regular job, and a big yeah, shout they're out just to people like you and me, right? And big shout out to everybody to all those locations that are starting to form their unions. So that's another big wave that's going on in cannabis now is unionization of all of the cannabis locations. So you know, big shout out to the unions getting their their locations um, unionized. You know what I mean? No, and that's a big thing, you know, because it's important. And, and as we see, as the industry is growing, that it's important that the workers have protections, uh, not only for their safety, but for their benefits, but for their wages, but just to make sure, because when you get into an organization, let's say that's hiring 50 to 100 people at a time, and they are corporately run, you got to make sure that you got to watch the workers' backs for them. You know, that's well, the bottom the line. There always should be some type of representation is where I go with it myself. Because even, so Connecticut's a different beast because it's changed hands. But as it's changed hands, it's changed ownership, not necessarily hands. You know right. what I mean? So the individuals that have come into the space came in and, you know, 10 years ago almost. They come in and they were from Connecticut. All the growers were local before they all sold. Absolutely. People, this is why I wanted to bring Judy on because she's been with the medical program. I'm trying to get her to come back in yep. uh, since the beginning, yep. since the beginning when they were, when everything was independently owned, right? right. When the whole industry was Connecticut people. Yeah. <laughs> When we had to put up with ground up weed, do you remember that? Yep. I do. Homogenized or whatever they called it. So Man. that was the idea, you know, that's where it started. And now the ownership changed, which means the family or boards that were here 10 years ago are no longer here. But there are yep. still marketing managers that were there in the beginning that are still here. And all they did was just change who signed their check and they don't care who signs their check ultimately. Because they've got a good job in the industry taking care of their kids, you know, um, and having the union representation make sure that the people that are there get some words in too, so that they have events like the select event that had a nice thing and most of the people there were bud tenders, 
you know, Bud so tenders. that they know about yep. it. And as more brands come online, I hope more brands do the same thing. Take care of the bud tenders. That's yeah. Good. Any you and know. this means local brands too. Everybody do the same does. thing. Yeah, take care of the bud tenders so they know your product. They gave free samples out so people yeah. knew what the hell they were selling. Yep, and that's a big thing because now the bud tenders know what's being sold. Where in the past, last year at this time. They were probably 100 bud tenders in the state total, probably 10 to 15 at each of the locations. This year, there's three times as many locations and probably 25, 30 bud tenders at each one of the 24 dispensaries that are open now. Yeah. You know, Joe, we're talking that there's probably 1,000 to 1,200, 1,200, 1,500 people in the state that work in this industry, you know, wow. and then there's the, then there's probably another 10,000 that work in ancillary brands and ancillary services. You know, this, this, this industry is starting to mature. It's starting to come into its own. And, yeah. you know, we, it's, everybody is people. We're all people. You know what I that's mean? Some people got to remember we're all people. people. Yeah. You know, and well, that's, that's where it is. Mean. And it's not like even at that, you know, a couple bucks an hour to sling weed is might be some person's very, existence realistically you know and you know we're all people trying to exist all right so i think judy is back judy try this audio now i saw it Did say you hear me? yeah hey. 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 Judy, going, judy. so <laughs> we've just been kind of talking about uh you know the medical industry and how it's kind of sort of changed since uh legalization has come in but there are still a lot of benefits to getting your medical card but you know one of the main things being that regardless of whether a person has a medical card or not they're still you getting the medicinal benefits from cannabis and they should be educated on how they can take advantage of the medicinal uses of cannabis whether they have a medical card or not as long as they're using cannabis so <laughs> education is another big part but I know a lot of why I brought you on, Judy, is because you've been around since the beginning. Like you worked at one of the original dispensaries. Yeah. You were one of the first licensed pharmacy techs. You've seen it go. And Lou and I were just talking about this, about from a Connecticut-owned, Connecticut-based industry, even the medical industry. All the growers were from Connecticut, you know, to a corporate corporately controlled industry you know and i can imagine for you being the type of person you are it's been very difficult to really um kind of navigate the different changes because it, it happens so quickly you know one minute you're working for ccc and the next minute they tell you oh now we're owned by such and such and we don't need you <laughs> right and then you know and then and, and it keeps happening so where are you at now yeah so well now i'm with michelle valley and she's a certifying nurse practitioner here in connecticut whom i met working in the dispensaries right and um that's advanced telemedicine for those yeah advanced telemedicine and the reason i am working for her from home is I think you knew this, but you may have forgotten, but October 29th, 
less than a year ago today, I was in a severe car accident where my C2 vertebrae broke completely. Right. Yeah. You have an amazing story. Let's get into that a little bit. Yeah. So, so you, this is now over a year ago. Just less than a year now. Okay. So this is great that you're sitting here talking to me after that. Yeah. I'm not even. So let's tell you how you, uh, how did you recover from that? Joe, it's truly a miracle, but you know, thanks to the knowledge that I've obtained since what, 2014 working in cannabis mm -hmm. with patients. I mean, help, how many people did I help get off opioids, heroin, et cetera, right? Remember, I used to bring them on Cannabis Then and Now with George Zito on the talk show. That's right. You were the co-host of that. That yeah. Now we're going way back. For those who don't remember, there used to be a show called Cannabis Then and Now with Judy, George Zito. And wasn't there a third person or was well, it just you two? Someone as a guest. Lou's been on as a guest. Yeah, yes, Kibra. We've all been on as guests. So it was you two. And it was a TV show, actually, on public access TV in the New Haven area. So it was yeah. very cool. Pioneering, even on before this radio show was on, one of the first cannabis media shows in Connecticut. You yeah. know what I mean? So give Thank yourself you. a pat on the back. And and for those of you who don't remember, George Zito owned the most famous head shop in New Haven. What the heck was the name of it again? It's been gone. Match rubber match in I New met Haven. Him. I met right, him. You met oh, him there. But I bought a waterbed back in the 80s. That's right. He sold waterbeds. Right, right. All right. And this is where we get where rubber <laughs> match was a head shop. Yeah. And this is the thing. And it was an old school head shop. And I love George Zito. He's still a guy that I reach out to. He retired talk. down to Florida now. He's yeah, and you know what? Humors. When you talk a can of fighter, a warrior, or something. <laughs> This guy has been in it since the 70s. Yeah. He's been pushing cannabis culture in Connecticut since the 70s. Yeah. We're talking 50 years of history when his shop closed. I'm I'm I was blessed to be able to say call him my friend. You know what I mean? So like I got well, just sitting here is one of his ash his uh yeah. his packages of matches. <laughs> and um, I've always got some type of rubber mat because that that was the local head shop that that was the spot because not only could you get your stuff but you could george was a personality you know and he it, was a person that he store is. just he had is a personality. personality and you could just hang out there and look at the memorabilia and the stuff he had on the wall and just oh my God, yeah. entertained all day and talk to george you could hang out there all day Smoke out in the what whatever it was great. It was a good time. Upstairs, relaxed. Yes, it was a great time. But anyway, so the show obviously went off the air. Um, yeah, and you like retired. you said, since 2014, you've been in the industry. You got injured about a year ago, and you were saying you recovered yes. through cannabis. Well, listen, honestly, like my C2 vertebrae broke. I woke up, I was, you know, life flight to a level one trauma center where, you know, of course they wanted to start giving me pain medication and I refused. Wow. And I was in so much pain, Joe, there was nothing that was going to help me. And I knew that. And I knew if I started taking pain medication in the hospital, that I was just on a journey to where all my patients were coming from. Right. right. You've seen the end result. Right. 
right, right. I didn't want to go there. And I, as soon as I got out of that hospital and I was able to maintain and manage my pain with THC, CBD, CBN to sleep at night, CBG was great. Even some acid forms of CBD I was able to get in CBGA. And I managed to make myself a cocktail and not take one opioid in my neurosurgeon. Every time I saw him every six weeks, he's like, why aren't you filling your scripts? I said, because I don't need to, because for the past 10 years, my patients have taught me about pain and now I'm living proof that, you know what I mean? Wow. I, I decided to practice what I've been preaching. Don't That's what me. I was just about don't to say. Practice. <laughs> but yeah. doesn't that make you such a better practitioner? Because like, then you can just say it with conviction. Well, no, my I know. Right. Yeah. You're a poet. Like, right. I could have brought myself on cannabis then and now. So I'm bringing myself on your show now to tell everybody like, yeah, you can do it. Yeah. This plant's amazing. And people know it now, Joe. You know, come on, the word's out there. There's so much education out there. You can Google and learn so much more before you couldn't. Well, you know, you'd be surprised how many people are still brainwashed by the propaganda. I mean, even now on social media, I still, you know, I post a lot of weed stuff and I still get that odd person every now and then who will throw in a comment you know, about Gateway and about, you know, fentanyl. And that's a a local audience. That's because that's an audience that has to be know your stuff. You know what I mean? I'm going to, how real it is, We I have zoning tonight in Stanford. There you go. And there I am hoping that it goes well. I'm hoping that it goes well. It's going to go great. You know, uh you know there there were it's well it's the area mentality. I guess they, it's their mentality of, yeah yeah it's the mentality it's a lot of not in my backyard so that's what the biggest thing is it's like oh not here you know oh yeah. it's cool but not here but not here. <laughs> not my backyard right not in my backyard <laughs> so i'm hoping that we can help change some hearts and minds and have some support for this evening. But Stanford is, uh, you know, we hope that Stanford comes out and supports us. But uh, that's... Well, Stanford is one of those dual cities. You know, you could put it in the hood and nobody's going to say anything. But where you're going is not, you know, it's a little more the other side of Stanford. (laughs) And that's, that's the tough part because even with this, these are zoning rules, you know, there's very limited places that they can go and they didn't zone them for the hood, you know, so it's hard because the hood is residential. Um, So it's, it's tough, you know, it's tough getting into finding places that are zoned for it. The, The city chose where they wanted to put them, um, you know, years ago. And now, we're just trying to work it out. Yeah, because they had they already had medical in there, so they already kind of had a, a framework, right? Where they wanted them, right? All right. So anyway, yeah. Judy. <laughs> so yeah, we are to the point where the stigmatism needs to be freaking removed. Yeah, that's wow. the bottom line. And you brought up a good point when you mentioned all the different cannabinoids that you used in conjunction with each other. Oh, yeah. That's what I was doing in Florida when 
Before oh, that's I, right. You took, you went down to Florida. That's how, is that where it happened? Yeah, it happened in the, in Florida at my new home, my new job. I was just, you know, like they say, accidents happen. You were I just starting a new job. Crossing the street to my wellness center, which was all cannabinoid therapy based. And I was killing it down there with the village healthcare doctors. They were loving me. I was helping their patients, whether they were medical or like, because a lot of patients that came to me were going to the dispensary. They just weren't getting all these cannabinoids that I was able to offer them from hemp farmers, you know? Right. And I these guys really are going to say ones. these things are perfectly legal. Yeah. You, know, you could buy them in a, in a CBD store. Yeah. Uh, um, for daytime to manage daytime pain, you know, and at night you kick it up. So you were, you did what I did. I'm out of here. Let me out of here. I'm out of, I'm going to Florida and you were doing great. You got hit by a car. Yeah. T-bone. Oh. Yeah. My head went through the glass, the driver's side glass. She hit me so hard. You were just walking. You weren't even driving. No, I was in my car. Oh, okay. So you got T-boned. And then um, your recovery, how long till you got out of the hospital? Well, I got back to Connecticut with a neck brace. Um, six months after the accident, you and know, then I you really went to work. Therapy. Well, yeah, I mean, I, you know, it, and here you are. Bosses fire you for breaking your neck. <laughs> yeah, right. That's you know? no bueno, but that happens. So uh-huh. you're back in Connecticut. You're working with Michelle, fully yeah. recovered in less than a year. Pretty much, you look great. Thanks. I I'm going to tell good. you that right now. <laughs> you're moving your neck, right? Probably still doing a little postural therapy, whatever you do to get it going. But for the most part, you're fully functional. Yeah. Back to work Mm -hmm. and ready to go. And you've been that way for a few months because I know you've been back to work for a while. So you recovered pretty quickly using cannabis. Oh, yeah. Now, do you think not only did it help with the pain, but it helped with the healing, like speeding it up? Because it got your endocannabinoid system moving things around. Yeah, my neurosurgeon said he never saw anybody heal so fast. And I'm, you know, have to give a shout out there to bone marrow too, because I did start drinking bone marrow. But yeah, besides, number one, I didn't take any drugs, no pharmaceutical drugs. I had no side effects to fight. With a broken neck, see? People, yeah, people don't get that right. No side, there's a good they could make my neck my pain maybe feel better but were they going to help heal my body no i wouldn't look like i do now i look like i did before the accident i would look like a drug addict right now joe yeah your eyes would be bagging you'd be you wouldn't even be on the air you'd be sleeping nodding out right now if you were on constant pain because that's what the drugs would be telling me right they would be telling you're in pain take more yeah, I right. Live, and I'll live with pain the rest of my life. But a lot of us in the medical, I'm sorry, in the marijuana society do live with our pain and we manage our pain and we don't complain about our pain. That's everybody I've met since 2014, right? People yeah. come to the door, you well, and then and now, and whether they're on cannabis or not, how many just regular people suffer with pain every yeah, single well, day, and then they're getting opioids or taking tons of Tylenol? I knew people used to just eat Tylenol. They don't know how bad that is for them system, and, and this is why they need to learn 
and and CBD medicine needs to get out there these more into the mainstream so people know no you don't need to eat Tylenol all day yeah. you know Judy said it right Judy said it 100% right what the pain medicines do is they teach your body to signal when you need the medicine on a schedule yeah. the quality it's not that great. you're actually in pain your right. body's just saying it's time to take another pill. You got it. Create pill. this pain. Yeah, it creates this pain because of the dependency, and mm -hmm. that's it. Your body doesn't have to fight those extra things. So now right. you're saying that you heal yourself because you your body it. had more time to focus on healing itself. Exactly. Exactly. Your mind is not focusing yeah. on the, the next end, dose. Yeah, let my. My brain sleep at night. CBN let my brain sleep at night. Percocets. I would have been staring at the walls. I would have been waking up every two hours, right? Or yeah, no. yeah, yeah. And then never mind all the physical things they do—the constipation, oh, the please, other I, things they do to your gut. Forget yeah. it. And I couldn't walk. I couldn't move. So you would think I would have gained weight, right? But no, instead, you know, my body just healed. I didn't gain any weight from not moving. My muscles stayed pretty decent. Um, so there, yeah. yeah. So there you go. So listen, Judy. Unfortunately, we're almost out of time. I wish we had yeah. gotten those technical difficulties, but I want people to know where they can find you, where they can reach you, and I promise you, we will have you on another time. Oh, for sure. Who knows we're... what I'll be doing next, Joe? You know me. That's right. Well, how do they reach you? How do they find you? I um, and how do they get a hold of you? I mean, I'm on social media. Judy Cervini, find me on Facebook and stuff. But yeah. And advanced telemedicine and ask yeah. for Judy. Well, yeah. <laughs> medical card or you need a renewal, give us a call at advanced telemedicine, Michelle. Right. Remember, just, I used to work for Dr. Major too. <laughs> right. So you have real you have real experience out there doing that. So yeah. no, and it, yeah, if you want to get a hold of Judy, you find her on social media, Judy Cervini. And if you want to get your renewal, because remember, you don't have to pay the state anymore and you don't have to pay taxes and you get to hold more weed. It's at Advanced Telemedicine yeah. with uh, Michelle and Jessica over there. So you got a nice crew, old school people who've been doing it for years. And uh, I'm getting the signal from my uh, producer, Uncle Lou. Are you there? I am good, sir. I am. You got oh I want to say, everybody, have a great week. Enjoy their week. Stay happy, healthy. Hi, my friends. Thank All you. right. One more thing. Yeah. I just started up a nonprofit organization, and you know what? where I want to go with that one day. Yes, well, get in touch help with me. Patients. Yeah, I definitely want to help patients. We're having a bike run for the veterans November 5th here in uh, New York. We're going to this uh, veterans state home here in St. Albans. But after that, my next run this spring, I'd love to do help out some people that need some medication you know right. what i'm saying we know joe people need yeah. help with the program no you should get yes definitely get in touch we're doing a lot of great things with ccsba you should get involved yeah. in that and, all right judy it was good all talking right. to you i'm Keep getting the guys. music for me at joe guy on all yeah Instagram, Facebook, at Cannabis Corner Radio, and at Greenhaven Media. Thanks, everybody, for joining us, and we will see you next week. I was going to go and find the love.